This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Namaskar, welcome to News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. Aur Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Do subscribe to News Laundry because as I always say, when the public pays, the public is served. And when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Today on the panel, we Manisha is still on leave. Uh, we have a young journalist who also dabbles in photography. Uh, from the Quint, Jaskirat Singh Baba. Jaskirat is a multimedia journalist. He's based in Delhi. Before the Quint, where he is a senior news editor, he has been part of media houses like the India Today Group and NewsX. So, Jaskirat, what are you doing? Any photography these days? No, I think uh, completely based on the desk and news uh, mm-hmm. nerve center. Not really been able to click much as much as I did back in, uh, let's say, the active years of the Delhi politics and protests, like Anna Hazare movement. Yes, I remember. Actually, I at that time because I used to often be at the protest site. I got an uh, you sent me an email, right? I got an email with some photographs of mine at the site. I'm like sweating and I'm looking like I'm going to pass out. And <laughs> I hadn't met Jaskirat at the time, and he said I was there and clicking photographs. I just clicked some pictures of you. Thanks, by the way, for that picture. So, uh, we also have our managing editor, Raman Kripal. Hi. Hi, Raman, sir. Hi. Uh, our in chief, Madhu Trihan, will be joining us shortly. Manisha is still on leave. Anand Vardhan will be on NL Charcha this week. So, hopefully, we will have full strength next week. But no, I won't be here next week. So, a week after that, we will have full strength, which is also the week before the Media Rumble. And what is the Media Rumble? It is a forum that we have in Delhi. This is the second edition where we have news professionals, tech professionals, investors from around the world. Subscribers get entry for free. Now, cut to promo. The Media Rumble is back. In the second edition, we bring together news professionals, policy makers, investors, tech innovators from all over the world. It's where we discuss the future of news. It's where we talk about all facets of the news ecosystem. This year, we are set to make the Media Rumble Asia's premier media forum. There'll be professionals from some of the world's leading news organizations. Masterclasses on data journalism, on animation, illustration, storytelling. A convoy of 14 international speakers, filmmakers, satirists, all under one roof. Come, rumble at the Media Rumble. August 3rd and August 4th, 2018 at India Habitat Centre, New Delhi. Entries free for our News Laundry subscribers and Mufat course, register now. Seats are filling up fast, so log on to www.themediarumble.com. See you there. We will be discussing several things today. The main things that made headlines and prime time and the front page of newspapers were, of course, the Supreme Court upholding the death penalty for Nirbhaya or what was her given name, Jyoti Singh's mm-hmm. rapists. It had I mean, they had been given death penalty. They went up to the Supreme Court and that has been upheld. Then the Supreme Court also is to rule on Section 377 on whether homosexuality is a criminal offense or not. The central government has taken the safe route and said we leave it to the wisdom of the court. Uh, So now the ball is in the court's court. And while I say that the courts in India have often given wonderfully progressive judgments, they have also sometimes given extremely regressive, if not judgments, at least observations that are passed of other judgments. So I'm not sure which way this is going to go. 
Then the Supreme Court also questioned the practice of female genital mutilation. Supreme Supreme Court seems to be more in the news than elected governments these days. And in fact, that has often been a criticism that policy issues often tend to get. That's also because the vacations just got over. So July is always the most active month for because the Supreme Court. the waiting list is on. And this is the time that they use to write their judgments, verdicts, and catch up on all the briefs. So they come back in force after the summer vacation. So July always tends to remain pretty active in the Supreme Court. You know, um, before I get to the menu of the other thing that we're going to discuss, uh, I might as well just finish that off first. Uh, then there's a Ramgarh lynching case and Jayant Sinha felicitated the people who were out on bail who were convicted by a fast track court. He came up with very lame excuses of why he did that. Now he's done a regret, which is a non-regret. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I have a theory on why he's doing this. And then the charity home staff in Jharkhand who were running a charity home, this is the part of the missionaries of charity, have been held for selling children. And that, of course, has become a big deal because it is such a disgusting thing. And also because this also has political and religious ramifications. And Madhu Trehan is here. Hello, Madhu. Hi. Then we have the Munna Bajrangi murder case, gangster Munna Bajrangi, who was very close to Mukhtar Ansari apparently, was shot dead in, in prison. So obviously there are cops in prison. Which you kind laugh? of? No, I'm, I'm just wondering that this sacred games is closer home than I thought it would be. <laughs> Stuff like that is actually happening. So, Madhu, let's come to this first. I'll just give context. There has been this long-standing problem on is homosexuality a criminal offence? It was prescribed as a criminal offence in our law books, which is a throwback of the Victorian times of the British. It has then been fixed. A high court judgment had actually said it is not. And the Supreme Court actually then said, no, it is. Now, the center refuses to challenge it because I guess protecting their vote base. And they said, we'll leave it to the wisdom of the Supreme Court. And the Attorney General of India is not appearing because he says I have already appeared. Sorry, what exactly was his court? He, he appeared for one of the petitioners who are pro-homosexuality or anti-Section 377 during the initial hearing back in the UPA time. When he wasn't Attorney when, General. When he wasn't the Attorney General. So it becomes a bit of a conflict of interest kind of a thing where he can't appear now on the other side in the same case. Did or he the appeal, appeal for, for the same Keshav case. Suri? I'm not very sure. I but think for he, appears for the, he appeared for a group of parents for uh, children, so parents of LGBT. But I was, uh, that was a curious quote because if he's saying I cannot appear for the government although I am the Attorney General of India because I have appeared for the petitioner who wanted to be decriminalized suggests that the center's position is that it should remain a criminal offense. However, that's not what the center is saying. So no one wants to take a stand on this, Madhu. Why don't you first take a stand on this and how do you think it's being played out? And is it a political issue? Should be, should people be worried that it will lead to like votes? Well, the only thing of worry is that when it is illegal, uh, the ramifications are quite huge in the sense of blackmail, people not being able to rent apartments. There's so many different sort of aspects which people have to deal with, which is really rough. And I still feel that a good story could be done on who brought it back. You know why? That person has never been that judge who did it has just gone into the wilderness. But why? Nobody has really gone into this and that created a problem and diverted attention from more serious issues. I wouldn't say more, but diverted attention for an unnecessary issue. It had been decriminalized. Chordo. But you think the center's reluctance to take a very clear position on this is, I mean, is it rooted in some sort of political wisdom? Or do you actually think that a government taking a position one way or the other would cost them votes? Why is the government not taking a position on this? It's anybody's guess, but I would think that their in- 
inkling is always to veer towards the more conservative because they presume that their vote bank is more conservative. What do you think, sir, on, on no, the I Supreme think it's just more to do with the moral wisdom and the, the moral uh, uh, wing is RSS. Hmm. So it comes from them and they, RSS is always conservative. So. But RSS, I don't know if it's true, but... Is, sorry, just he's shaking his head. Sorry, I'm, I, the Raghav Avasi article saying that the RSS has changed its stance on exactly. homosexuality, but now will the you know the the, the uh, Muslim leaders do it? The RSS leaders are on record as late as uh, as early as like just six months ago saying that it's a psychological issue. They're calling it a mental health issue. So I don't see how the RSS. Yeah, stance. I was wondering. So the Raghav Avasi piece is not. It was in the Express, if I'm not wrong. Uh, the print. In the print, right? So that's he's just. No RSS it, is not, it doesn't reconcile with what the actual leadership in the RSS have uh, been on record as, as recent as six months ago on the issue of homosexuality. So, yeah. Anyway, I I do think that in today's day and age when, you know, not just gay sex, even gay marriage, the talks of it being recognized. And if you want to be a global superpower and a global this and a global that, <laughs> to be so primitive. No, and I think the the reason why same-sex marriage came about in other countries is because lifetime partners yeah. who had had nothing to do with their own families or because their families has ostracized them because of their homosexuality found that when their partner of say 40 years or 50 years had died they had no access to anything that a, a heterosexual partner would have right so legally they sometimes were even excluded from the last moments at the hospital hmm. were excluded from the funerals so that's why it became something that had to be tackled and losing say joint savings which they had made over the years hmm. which then the family had access to and the person who had made the joints so it became a very complicated legal issue although i um, think in the us there's still it may go back with the new supreme court pick that trump Can has you made know, you think that it would, they were, could reverse that i doubt it i don't know if they'll re reverse it but of all the I've been hearing on this, you know, whether it's a morning show, Don Lemon on CNN or Bill Maher's shows. It's he's definitely uh, taken an anti-abortion view in the past. This judge, as long as they have two conservative judges, and there is a fear that they may also they haven't quantified to what extent, but they may go back on LGBTQ rights, is what they I, say. Uh, I'm correct. I don't know if I'm correct, but I remember reading that despite all his other conservative positions on abortion and everything else, on the gay rights he step back okay, possibly. on the marriage issue. Yeah. Now, the second thing uh, that the Supreme Court ruled on uh, was, sorry. I'm really sorry, but there's one point I wanted to make on the sure, sure. Uh, 377 issue is that the UPA government's official stance in the Supreme Court was not very different from what the NDA government Absolutely. has said. It took 18 months to write that judgment. 18 months. 18 months. And it's only after the verdict came out that uh, Rahul Gandhi uh, issued a statement saying that we were hoping for a more positive judgment, but all along, the party in power at that time uh, had thrown the ball in the court's court, as you said. Yes. The final line in the judgment is the Supreme Court, after making some, I'm sorry to say, some obnoxious observations, which I have uh, Such right as? now on my. Go ahead. Some of the things that they say is that uh, they had no proof that people from the LGBT community were actually being victimized by the police force. Hmm. Uh, there's a line that says, mere fact that the section is misused by police authorities and others is not a reflection of bias of the section, that the section is being violated or misused. They also... Um, and the section they're, they're referring to is a section that criminalizes homosexuality. Criminalizes homosexuality. They refuse to 
acknowledge that criminalizing this act is leading to misuse of the section by the executive. But they didn't confront why it should be criminal in the first place. They didn't. They actually in the final line... So these line, were the judges who made it a crime. Again. They are the ones who went back to the original position and reversed Justice A.P. Shah's position on this. In the High Court. Justice A.P. Shah was the one who delivered the 2009 Delhi High Court verdict. And in 20. 13, it's these two judges who reversed the Delhi High Court the verdict. Three, they made it a criminal offence. Also, uh, and they've retired. And yeah, Singh retired the very day he gave the judgment. Yeah. We we asked him after he came out. Mm. So why? Because oh, what did he say? I, I have to say this that throughout the hearing, and I attended every single day of the hearing of the three month back to back day to day hearing. Mm. Nothing that they said, observations, the line of questioning indicated that the judgment was going to go against uh, the LGBT community, hmm. which is why I'm a little skeptical about the observations and the uh, lines coming out of the courtroom right now. It may have because I've seen it and, I, and I've seen the, the groups of people break down into tears outside the courtroom one number one when the verdict actually came out. And the disappointment because nothing that was shown in the courtroom in the due course of the proceeding made them believe that this could be the outcome of the case. Lakshmi Narayan Archare has written an email. Dear Vinadan, I'm a regular Hafta listener and yes, a subscriber. This is in response to Hafta 179. I come from a family that is perpetually in financial duress and for that, we, me and my brothers have been provided with the average standard of education that government schools provide. Before I go on Lakshmi Narayan, I am really touched and uh, humbled, not in the way that Amitabh Bachchan is humbled whenever he's told he's so great. But generally, that you come from the family that you have said and you still subscribe to the News Laundry is really, really um, something that, that moves me. Thank you so much that you think this is worthy of money that is obviously scarce. Uh, so thank you. And all you Mufat Khors who spend a thousand rupees on a drink one night and on underwear, uh, learn something. But they're not listening to this. They haven't paid... No, a bar, a part, part of the, put in. the barbs <laughs> go into the free hafta. Okay. There's a shorter free. So I, I make sure that the barbs at the Mufat Khors right. are in the free hafta. Okay, now coming to the Jayant Sina case. I'll just tell everybody the context first. The Minister of State for Civil Aviation, the former Minister of State for Finance, Jayant Sinha, also son of senior BJP leader Yashwan Sinha, who is not in the best books of the BJP right now, garlanded six men who were who have been granted bail after they have been convicted of lynching a man, beating him to death mm. on beef rumours. And the... They, they so, were convicted of murder. Exactly. They were convicted in the fast track case and this bail does not take back the conviction. It is only... So is it, while the appeal is... While the appeal is pending, they've got bail. Isn't it unusual for somebody who's been convicted of something to it get bail? Unusual. They, they, uh, sometimes the higher the court of appeal can put a stay on the conviction and then give a bail. I'm not very sure if there was a stay on the conviction. No, it is yeah. unusual. No, this is a they have suspended the life sentence. Right. And then they are out uh, on the bail. We've seen that happen with the Bollywood celebrities all ah. the time. I so the most interesting part of this was that after these people came out and and Sinha garlanded them, there was a lot of um, controversy within the BJP. Not that why did he garland them? It was like why is he taking credit for getting them bail yes. when I did it? And I another person said so I did it. And the so other the person, local I MLA was saying that I did it, uh, and why is he taking credit? He said he he, he funded uh, you know their uh, legal Leave. fee because because he feels that they were uh, innocent. They so are not done. The Jharkhand High Court had granted bail, and uh, Mr. Jen Sinha has come up with a very nonsensical kind of regret saying that I regret, I don't know what he's regretting. He's saying, I believe that the law should, the law should take its own cause kind of crap. Now, 
I'm <laughs> just is that is he into stand up comedy you I think? don't know what he is but I just want Jaskira why don't you go first and then after that Madhu why do you think he do something like this it just defies logic i mean is is that how cynical are the bjp is that they think this is actually what's going to get them votes personal opinion i think yeah because jain sena for all this while was being talked about by the delhi lutians circuit you know like he's the what is it the sense of the, co- the, the he's had a corporate experience he's studied in the us university so he represents that side of the bjp that pe- the fence sitters hmm. could probably support the bjp for he knows that these are not the people who are going to be voting for him and he's not fighting in that constituency he's fighting over there with with the you know elected him as the mp and my view, people belong my to view is that at the end of the day closer to the elections they have to be closer or in action to their base to the, pay, to the vote base hmm. madhu why would you why do you think he do something like this and he was one of the few bjp leaders who appeared on ndtv so you know that if a bjp is appearing on ndtv he's on he's a moderate <laughs> hardly but uh you know i have nothing to add to what uh, he said just i think it's obvious that it's the vote vote bank is is at this stage in of the year is kind of um, setting the agenda for everything everything not just one thing and whether it's agriculture or whether it's every issue that's come up all the decisions are being taken with 2019 in mind Raman sir what complete, is your complete uh, the idea is to polarize yeah. completely so my, for 2019 and this is that is why it is happening my view is it has nothing to do with any of this i it is may sound like f- funny but i'm being serious i think jan sina basically is a late bloomer a late bloomer is someone you know who but he's kind middle-aged. of that's the thing he's a very late bloomer then <laughs> <laughs> see most of us go through a teenage angst where we rebel against the father if the father says bal lambe mat karo hum to karenge tattoo mat lagao hum to lagayenge Cigarette pee hum to piyenge so this guy <laughs> at the age of whatever 50 his father is saying sala bewakoof mat karo hum to karenge roke dikha do and this has happens to a lot of people and i've noticed you know cuz now fast i'm you know on the other side of middle age now i've noticed when we were young na guys who i went to school and college with who were complete geeks you know they went through youth either studying or you know basically not doing stuff that you do in youth you know make foolish mistakes you know get drunk and vomit yeah. or you know take a bike and ride to ladakh or yeah or, or just do something you know something that is a bit off or you know just ha- have a certain um, be preoccupied with girls for unhealthy amount of times or boys or whatever your sexual orientation at the time was a lot of these dudes hit that stage in their bloody 40s and they have two three kids at home and like fuckers your uncles yeah like at our age our priorities should be different but then i saw there was a pattern to the kind of guys who are like this they were the ones who missed the youth so they are reliving their youth the peter pan complex huh? mm. i don't think michael jackson believed that what he was doing to all those kids with pajama parties was sexually inappropriate i generally think in his head he thought this is very nice love because he didn't have a childhood from the age of 6 his dad used to make him so he had peter pan complex kehte na but puri zindagi bachpan he wanted to remain a child all his life but this is manifest in women also mm. i've seen that women who have not who had uh, rather re- repressed childhoods they've been good little girls all through their lives and then they've had an arranged marriage and then they've been good housewives and good uh, daughters in law mm. um then something happens when the kids are older they explore their wild side and then they and yeah and then you look at these middle-aged women with tiny little skirts 
behaving bananas mm. and you wonder like why and i've seen that amongst a lot of my friends who we did a lot of badmashi right through from childhood through teenage years to college years and everything sara kuch kiya then you when you reach your middle age you are happy to be in your middle age because you've done it all hmm. so and I this is and women like that ki i'm going to do i've heard it they verbalize it they say i'm going to do everything now are hmm. where were you then why didn't you do it then bhai to ab dekho pehle iske papa ne bola hoga pad iit ja ha ready iit mein ghus gaya chal ab harvard ghus chal harvard ghus gaya chal mckinsey mein kaam kar kar liya chal bjp join kar kar li ab finally usne bola bas daddy bahut ho gaya daddy ab tum my body gal de dete main to bol hi gaya tha bas yahi ho gaya sir you're taking a father son angle but i think he's following a party line Achha. i think he's following a power line okay the one thing that i definitely wanted to have some views on is this it had become very big on social media on hafta we try to avoid things that social media is trending because that's like the tail wagging the dog uh, but this particular case uh, is uh, because the kind of confusion around it in news reports as well which is the case of um geo institution of eminence status for geo so geo institute which is going to be university or college call it what you want it will be given a tag of institute of eminence this is the higher education secretary r subramanyam said that this was taken as part of an expert panel this is basically the government endorsing several private universities as well as um, a 1000 crore grant being given to many government or state funded universities for basically you know expanding operations now the status to the private universities there's no monetary benefit that's been given you're just being given eminence it's a institution of eminence it's a tag which i guess helps you attract more people that we are recognized and ugc cannot interfere with your functioning so you are still free of the ugc there's a good explainer on this i think the business standard has the quint also carried an explainer on this we've also carried an explainer on so this so that cuz some media reports suggested that dekho hazar crore ka grant unko ja rahe nahi ja raha however between the two extremes that they're saying ki dekho bhai ambani ki jeb mein sarkar wo hamara paisa le rahi hai and other saying ki ambani to there's there's no problem at all so i just like to Uh, the sequence of events is there in the indian express has a piece of the sequence of events of when this scheme was started that if you set up a university that the promoters have to have a combined net worth of 50 billion rupees there are many things that you have to have and then you get this tag even if not a single brick has been laid and two weeks after this you know scheme was launched this trust was set up with mukesh bhai ambani and neeta ambani on its board of trustees and then they proposed this and they got the tag so yes i think India needs private universities and private hospitals without that you cannot do that doesn't mean the government's responsibility absolved the government these are two things the government has to provide healthcare and education i think that is basic government's job but yes you have to have the private sector involved however i'll just tell you as a pro tip as a professional who's made many things uh, before news laundry as far as films are concerned i've done many projects with governments with private companies and with agencies that have been doing big projects for governments many times if you have a project to do and you take it to the government they say acha तो इसके लिए पॉलिसी बनानी होगी आप अपने पेपर तैयार कीजिए हम पॉलिसी तैयार करते हैं एंड द पॉलिसी विल प्रिटी मच से दैट लेट्स से यू हैव टू मेक यू नो हाइपोथेटिकली फिल्म फॉर द गवर्नमेंट सो द गवर्नमेंट से ओके इट हैज टू बी अ टेंडर प्रोसेस सो व्हाट डज योर कंपनी हैव डज योर कंपनी हैव अ टर्नओवर एक्स अमाउंट ओके द टेंडर विल से इट हैज टू हैव एक्स अमाउंट टर्नओवर व्हाट इज इट हैज फाइव इंटरनेशनल अवार्ड्स मिनिमम फाइव इंटरनेशनल अवार्ड्स हाउ मेनी इयर्स हैज बीन अराउंड 8 इयर्स कंपनी मस्ट बी 8 इयर्स बेसिकली दे विल सेट अप द terms so narrow that only you and 10 other people will qualify uh, so i'm just saying that is the gray where government and private operate it's not black and white 
So now that I explain the context, Madhu, did you, you want to weigh in on, the, on this the, entire the controversy? One thousand crore. That's only for the Sarkari University. That's not for the private ones. It's not for Geo. Uh, Geo. That's only for the IITs and the you know IIC. the one. IIC. So so there is a. I, grant. I do question that a bit because I think. Uh, it's fine iits and all are great they can give them money but my concern is that are they spending enough uh, quality money and by quality money i mean that it gets to the place and is actually spent on on uh, primary schools middle level schools around the country i think that is our dire need right now rather than upping the glamour of big universities abhi bachcha paida hua nahi usko scholar bana diya I mean, it's, it's, it's that kind of situation. Uh-huh. So I think I think the major issue is you don't have a building, you don't have courses, you don't have students, you don't have a faculty. So how can you? I mean, even think of you know granting eminence to any university. So yeah, I, one guy tweeted. I think he's a professor from JNU. Said it is not. Im- it should be not eminence. It should be imminent. <laughs> I think it's uh, and being a product of a private university myself I think there's a problem here you need some sort of a performance evaluation before a decision like this can be taken there are many problematic things with this there's a question of a conflict of uh, interest also with uh, one of the members I think this is an economic time story that said that one of the members of the uh, uh, reliance delegation which was headed by Nules and Mukesh Ambani, who was a former secretary of uh, education or higher education. I, I guess he has served his cooling off period. He has stayed away from the cooling off period. Hmm. Although they waived off the cooling off period for many people, high profile people. So hmm. this is definitely a bit of a problem. Now, see, just because they're not getting access to the thousand crore fund, it's not the only thing. There's a there's a clause or, or kind of a fine print here that they will be eligible for central funding as and when certain schemes come up so it's not like as in the due course of time the money so will they, not be there so they will be eligible for those government also they will be, they will be eligible for institutional uh, rates you know they'll pay institutional rates for the land if they want to consult so there are lot lot many things which uh, are not yet clear so i i think the policy is flawed rather than and it may i mean i i don't think it's unfair to assume that the policy was written for alliance but the policy is only flawed all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.